Welcome to Classic Comics Cavalcade. I'm Jason Sachs. I'm Amir Malik Poor. And today we are doing a Nick Fury double feature with the first appearance of Sergeant Fury and his Howling Commandos and the first uh, Nick Fury Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. story from Strange Tales number 135. Mm -hmm. Both these comics are so fun. They are, yeah. It's full of action, energy. It makes you want to read these comics forever. Yeah, yeah. It's they're both great first issues. Great. They're so good. There's like two underlining and it's in red also. Yeah, yeah. I thought one was gonna be better than the other one, but they're both pretty fantastic. They're just full of so much energy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's start sequentially. So, uh, Sergeant Fury number one. It's not the most realistic war comic ever, by far. Right. But oh my god, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. It's like from the very first page. There's just this energy to it, right? Everyone's just screaming off to battle. Yeah. yeah. Ready to be fighting. Just get the sense that you know these are these are action adventure. War comics heroes ready for the fight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love the cover where, like, you see Dum Dum Dugan throwing like a grenade in motion. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that cover is just a classic with the explosion behind them, and Nick throwing is shooting his uh, machine gun, and the guys behind him ready for fi- to fight. Yeah, they're it's- all shooting. Yeah. Even the logo. I just like the logo on this too. Mm-hmm. like Dino is about to pull a grenade you know the key on a grenade Dum Dum Dugan is throwing a grenade Um, I think it's like Rebel Ralson is shooting mm-hmm. uh, Gabriel Jones Gabe is uh, playing his trumpet in the background why is he playing a trumpet oh, shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't like, he be shooting he's, yeah anyway like war. yeah well it's like war uh war sound yeah or yeah i love that introduction page too where you get like a summary like a like a biography of each each of the howling commandos oh yeah do you think dino manelli is dean martin i was thinking that the whole time he's supposed to be dean martin don't you think yeah I like it like in that page, like he's got his uh, helmet full of bucket of water. I bet you like trying to clean up, you know, like look nice. Uh-huh. Because he's brushing his hair and he's got the towel yeah. around his neck. He's like, I always gotta look good for the ladies. I'm gonna meet yeah. some French women while we're while we're liberating and we gotta have our fun. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to figure out if Nick Fury is based on anybody. Uh, I John don't... oh sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. John Wayne, maybe? Could be. He's he like looks... six two for because and this is in the 40s or 50s back then. Like the average height was like five five, five six, and he's like six two. So he's like a mm-hmm. gorilla. And that's what uh John Wayne was around size, you know. I wonder, yeah, that makes sense. He's got like a little weaker of a chin, but otherwise he t- kind of does look like John Wayne, I guess. Does John Wayne have a weak chin? Or uh I don't know. Uh, I feel so actually I was gonna John say Wayne something did. about this because I think Fury looks like 
a little demented or a little crazy. He looks like a gorilla. Oh, that's a great way of putting it. He looks like a gorilla, yeah. And later on, he gets more polished, right? By like as I'm flipping ahead in in this uh, Kirby Love and War book, like by the time we get to the issue where Captain America guest stars, like Fury looks more like a regular action hero. Mm-hmm. His chin's more square and stuff, but here he looks, yeah, like a gorilla. Mm. See what I mean? Yeah, he looks like a, I mean, he looks like a stupid. Yeah, like uh, on page three, he looks like uh, ugly Orion. Oh, I love that. Yeah, he does look a little like an ugly Orion. Mm-hmm. Where his face is just all gnarled and matted and just transformed into a guy who's been through shit. Yeah. You even know, his, one thing that was... Even his hand on that same panel just looks messed mm-hmm. up in a way. Mm-hmm. Those giant... One thing that was really face. touching about... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. One thing that was really touching about this was a biography for Izzy Cohen where he's like, you know, scrappy, tough master mechanic. He can repair anything except the sorrow in his soul when he remembers the fate of his relatives in Europe at the hands of the mad little man with the mustache. Yeah. And Izzy Cohen is like the Jewish soldier among them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that too. I wish they played that up a little more in the story. I have a feeling uh, Tarantino, because Tarantino used to read Nick Fury in comic books when he was younger. I have a feeling, and it's specifically Nick Fury, according to Tarantino. I bet you like the um, uh, Inglorious Bastards was based on this. There's a little bit of an Inglorious Bastards kind of feel to it, isn't there? Yeah. Everything just feels a little bigger than life, a little kind of freewheeling. I think he should have based it more on this. That would have been really fun. Like better character, like more varied characters here. Yeah. Yeah. And Glorious Bastards a little more tight in terms of characters. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's fun how Kirby brings in or Lee and Kirby bring in the, the woman fighter to the liberation fighter. Mm-hmm. so it's not just an all boys club yeah yeah well the other thing just another thing about the inglorious bastards dino manelli his character is analogous to that actor who's like a juror who can speak german and like oh yeah oh what was he, that? he pretends he's like german actually so does dino manelli mm-hmm. he's yeah, an he, actor. i was thinking like how well does he actually speak german but yeah, for the sake of this comic, it makes sense, well, right? Well, that scene in the Glorious Bastard comes up where they spot his accent, right? It's got uh-huh. his, and that's what I thought too when I read that section here. It's been a while since I saw this. Isn't it also like the way he holds a cigarette? Yeah, the way he orders his alcohol drink. That's right. Yeah, which I remember loving. Such a clever moment. Yeah, so it's it's pretty cool. It reminded me of Inglorious Bastards. And thankfully, everybody lives in this one. Yeah. Yeah, despite all the shit they go through, this little group of seven soldiers ends up being just fine through the whole war. Mm-hmm. 
I like the way Dum Dum is drawn too, because if mm-hmm. if um Fury's like six two, then Dum Dum's like six eight or something. He's uh-huh. just this monster of a man. But he's a former circus uh... circus strongman, right? Yeah. And he really looks like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, circus strongman, because he he just does this broad shouldered kind of burly dude. Mm-hmm. He just has such a great look too, with that red hair and the giant mustache. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Always looks like a man who'll have everyone's back. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the movies he was not really well represented. No. Yeah, and I, I just don't understand why. Mm-hmm. Like I think Jackson is fine as Nick Fury. Yeah, he's okay. I I think the I would like to have somebody Nick Fury closer to like the uh, Agents of Shield, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. A little bit more of a. I mean, Jackson is more of like a badass, but he's not like. I guess he's a, he Jackson would fit well with this particular characterization. Not the one which we'll talk about with Agent of Shield, which is what his character is in the movie. Oh yeah, okay. Let's get to that in a second. Uh, Kirby does a brilliant job with this comic. I was never confused what was happening, mm-hmm. and like just now when I'm leafing through it, like they're just little touches that are so well done. Mm-hmm. Page twenty, for example. We have the confrontation at like the firing squad, the wall at the firing squad. And we have the dad who pulls out his gun and is ready to shoot them. And Kirby does this 90 degree turn. Mm-hmm. But we're staring at him. And we see Nick's hand in the in the debris. And it's just a really nicely done moment because you still your eye still knows who's uh, talking, mm-hmm. but we see the action moving ahead. Mm-hmm. Actually, this also seems very Tarantino-esque because you know how he likes to use extreme close-up mm-hmm. and then the medium to medium shot to set up something that's like deeper than than what he's creating up front. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just like really nicely done. There was another sequence I was going to talk about. Um, oh, like on page fourteen, when like the scene where you're talking about where Dino uh, basically impersonates the the lieutenant or the captain yeah. and again Kirby does this kind of 90 degree twist when he shows him first walking up to the group of soldiers and then uh, pulling out his rifle and shooting everybody mm-hmm. and like again like you have real clarity what's happening there mm. and the scene right below uh, the, the panel right below it where we see the woman shooting we just see the boots falling mm-hmm. I think that's just a really clever panel I mean, it's great. Like, yeah, he walked. He's like, hand me the weapon. And then you see him shoot the guy that gave him the weapon. He, and obviously back then they couldn't show like a lot of the, you know, violent injuries. So you just see the guy's helmet come off on panel two, page 14. Yeah. And then the boots a couple panels later. Mm-hmm. My question is. That's kind of a, sorry, I was just going to say this is kind of a motif here too. Like, because on page eight. We see Kirby and Dum Dum, or uh, Kirby and Dum Dum, Fury and Dum Dum shooting up the soldiers. Now we see their helmets flying. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Where's, oh, 
page uh, eight. Oh, eight. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. I didn't notice that. That's funny. I was just leaping through to like, oh, what? where else does he do that? That's really stylized. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was wondering, like, on panel six, who's the person in white dress? It looks like a somebody dressed up as an old nurse or something. Old lady nurse. On 14? Page 14 at the bottom. Um, that's a great six. question. The one who's talking, it is done. Yeah. I don't know. I think it may be the woman in the red outfit on the previous page. But um, she's not. Oh, previous page. Okay. Page 13, panel five. Oh, okay. It might be one of the victims. And maybe she's just right. miscolored. Yeah, it's one of the victims. Yeah, it's the woman in the red. Yeah. It's That's the only thing I can think of. It's miscolored in the... Um, in the new ones, I guess. yeah, I th I think that's my best guess, but that's a good question, Amir. Maybe we should just buy the original and make sure. Do you have eight hundred dollars handy? Yeah, of course I do. To spend on a Sergeant Fury comic, it's exactly what I want to do. There's one mm -hmm. more great. Kirby page that I really wanted to call out or Kirby sequence, which is page nine. So you got the tank shooting at, at the soldiers, panel one, and they're all scattered. And then we see Kirby. We see why do I keep calling Fury Kirby? <laughs> Nick running up to the tank and he jumps up on top of it. And then I love this little sequence from panel four to panel five, where we get like this almost the silhouette design of of Fury throwing the grenade into the tank mm -hmm. where it's like all black on the outside because we we're seeing it from the uh, tank man's view which echoes the panel right above it so it's really clever but then you go from panel four to panel five we have this darkness surrounding it so it's like an explosion of light as the mm -hmm. bomb goes off and it's just a really nice verbal or visual continuity where you have this one moment that's dark and then it's, it's brightness pops up and so it just gives you this like energy feel to it, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It really is just thrilling. And the more I look at this, the more I'm picking out little things too. Like, um, you know how like diagonals are something I talk about as being a design that, or a method that adds energy to every page? Mm-hmm. And these pages are full of diagonal images. Stuff's always crooked or sideways. Guns and people and the rocks and everything is just always at an angle. And just adds such a dynamism to this story. Cool. And then the last pages, you see all these different weapons from each country, Japan, France, Russia, Austria, Germany. They don't have an American weapon, but that's, I guess it's understood. Oh, you're right. Weapons of war. That look on Nick's face too. Or I, I'm not sure I trust Nick in that, in that panel. And then what'd you think of the inker? I, 
I guess before we jumping on, it's um. Yeah, both of these are Dick Airs, I think. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, I like them. I think they're a good combination. There's just enough background from to me. Mm -hmm. I think Airs does a nice job of like emphasizing the the power of Kirby's art. What do you think? I think like the as we go on to the do you want to jump on to because of comparing yeah um i feel like it's more detailed in the sergeant fury comics than in the shield one mm -hmm. i feel like the the shield one or maybe it's just the printing or reproduction but i feel like there's more thin lines whereas in the original the the love and war one uh, you know, Sergeant Fury number one is actually more detailed. Do you think that's part of it's because of what they're drawn to? Maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe it's because it's uh the the thin line is more conducive to like the espionage, and it's not as weighty. <laughs> Excuse me. I must have read this story over the years like two dozen times. Every time the the Agent of Shield first story, and every time I'm just like carried away with how fun it is. Mm -hmm. It's really fun. Is this the first time they introduced life model decoys? Yeah, I think so. Mm. So, do you want to introduce the? By the way, we should go over the letters column. Have you read them? No. Uncry it's really fun. Oh, go ahead. It's on the third issue, but uh, do you want to introduce what? The stories uh nick fury is uh <laughs> the lead for uh the the uh espionage group inside the marvel universe basically nick fury is is going to become james bond or at least a, yeah. a rip off of james bond only it's slightly marvelized it's more fun i mean i love james bond actually no, i don't want to say it's more fun than james bond. it's amazing like the yeah he's like going through all the they're gonna reproduce him with robots, life model decoys. There's a million dollar card that they wreck. Uh, you get to, dude. The introduction to Hydra is so cool. Oh yeah, terrifying Hydra, and then um, and then all these like techs, like Kirby techs, you know, with like Hydra. They're like Satan worshippers. It look like oh, like the like the serpent, and it's pretty cool. And then. Um, we get the introduction to the uh, the shield helicarrier, which Just, there was a question in uh in the letters column about it. That's pretty cool. Okay, and he saves the day. Of course, he saves the day. But oh, there's just like it's such a spectacle. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's what I would love a Nick Fury movie to be like. Also, like in the beginning, he's all like, "Why do you want me to deal with it? I don't know. I've never done this. I'm just a soldier, you know." Uh huh. Pretty cool. I'm just, I mean, yeah. I'm just a three striper. He says, "I love that." And then they're all like, "Well, no one has done it. That's why you're the perfect person." And it's pretty cool. At the end, the last page, he's he becomes the leader. You know, he's like, "Go here, go there, grab every technician, postcards every porthole." Command your parachutes. Nobody leaves this ship. You know, like he becomes a leader. Like it's pretty cool. Yeah, he he quickly becomes the man who 
we all know who he's going to be. And we have the guest shot by Tony Stark. Yeah. Which is just great Marvel continuity, right? Of course he's going to be the head of technology for S.H.I.E.L.D. Because Tony's yeah. the, the technology dude. Well, the funny thing is, in the movies, it's Tony's dad, right? Who's yeah. like... And uh, at first, because Tony looks a little bit different in this one. And I thought that's his dad. I'm like, oh my God, they actually did it exactly in the movie because he looks different than his regular Tony, you know? Um, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's great. Great stuff. Every page you flip, like there's another amazing sequence. Yeah, let's talk about the Hydra section. Those three pages. Uh, every time I read them, they just, I, I just like want to read much more of this stuff. Yeah. The leader with his cougar or whatever he has dog yeah it's a cat it's some sort of cat right is that a cat i don't even know oh it's a python or panther or panther that's yeah that's the type of it and um you know you fail in hydrant you're gonna be you're gonna have to fight a duel it's in this duel scene where they're both on these giant metal things being suspended above all the other hydra agents like what the what the hell this is amazing right is that lady going to be a prominent character do you know i don't think so i think it's just something that's thrown in there it's pretty cool cut off a limb and two more shall take its place that scene where they're all holding their hands up too Oh my God, like you were just talking about, right? That's like legit, like spooky. Like they look like devil worshippers or something. Yeah. There's a question about that in the letters column. Is there? What's the question? Um, let me find it. Sorry. Um okay, here it is. This is a, one of the letters. It's like, congratulations. Um, it's what I've always been hoping for. A, a, a mag with a touch of James Bond added um so i I, what do you say it's like uh but two questions have risen one i still can't figure out panel two on page eight what is it it's that that arm thing that you're talking about yeah he couldn't understand what that was and then he said what is it my second question is more sensible if that gizmo the shield leaders and agents flying is so big can it be picked up by radar if it can't can hydra blow it out of the sky Keep up the great work. And then the first question is, to answer your first question, Daryl, that scene depicts one of Hydra's Pledge of Loyalty ceremonies. The Pledger stands in front of a line of hooded agents, and they extend their arms in all directions to simulate the Hydra emblem. As for your second question, we're still arguing about it. <laughs> well, later on, they, they put it in like this radar of silence, right? And they have it up in the clouds. Yeah. But I read it here, like, because the jets are flying around, they're protecting the helicopter. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool, though, that somebody, like, didn't understand the height. Like, there are actually people who don't understand it, and they have to explain it. Like, oh, you know, it's like, you just go stand behind them and the arms. <laughs> the helicarry is such a cool idea. And they've never been able to use that in either movies or TV. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't do it well. The movies yeah. never treated it well. But it's such a brilliant, exciting concept. Mm-hmm. I think the Hydra would have been, it would be cool if Hydra was like the devil worshiping thing if they would have depicted it as. I can see that. I can see that. I don't think the woman comes back, but I remember there's another issue where there's a battle on those pendulums. You want to hear another letter? Yeah. 
Um, here's one that says, "Man, I like this Nick Fury the most. Nick Fury agency the most. In my opinion, it tops the Fantastic Four. Wow. For a while, I was bored with comics, but now you've rekindled me. I just like to sh- know what's with the eye patch for Fury. It's it's also interesting that 20 years after the war, he still looks the same. Why not feature Nick in a full-length book? Dick Waltz from Las Vegas, Nevada. Did they ever answer why he loses his eye? I don't know. Maybe it's later in the war issues. I can't remember ever knowing why he loses his eye. Here's somebody complaining about him smoking a cigarette. Uh, I think that the artwork is superb, but the plot was rather hard to follow. One thing that, one thing, that cigar must go. <laughs> Why? Did you ever see James Bond with one? Yes, we did actually. Yes, he, he had cigarettes. Yeah. Do you ever see Napoleon Solo with one? Who's Napoleon Solo? <laughs> that was uh, 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 oh, it was a Man from Uncle, oh. which is a TV spy TV show. No, because all spies should be at least one of the following. Handsome, debonair, dashing, rough, or dangerously suave. Fury, this actually says Fury tits about two or three of them. I think he (laughs) fits about two or three of them. But he should have them all. So how about it? Don't yield. Back shield. (laughs) That's Marcus Smith from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Nice letter, Marcus. Hmm. Those are the two best ones. I was thinking too, like this first issue of of Fury might be like one of the best Silver Age Marvels ever. Because in the back is Ditko Doctor Strange. Yeah. Eternity beckons and it's got just these incredible dark Ditko-esque panels. This is while Strange is kind of being tortured by his pursuit of Dormammu. Oh, wow. And we get Cleo there, and we get the bizarre mystic dimensions, and, you know, people doing these, Mordo with his hand gestures to cast uh, magic spells. It's just this really gorgeously intense uh, Ditko-esque craziness. This Strange Tales, at some point, became amazing. There was, was wasn't there, like, one... There's probably an issue there where it's like Kirby pencils, Steranko inks, and then the backup is uh, Doctor Strange Ditko, right? Yeah, yeah. The last few issues are like just unbelievably great. Mm. Of course, this issue by itself is just great. Yeah, yeah. I have the uh, I have the doc. You know, I guess the Doctor Strange one is in the Doctor Strange omnibus, which I do have that also. Yeah, Kirby doesn't stay with Nick for that long anyway. The next issue, he just does layouts and then John Severin inks it. And it That's still, an looks, interesting one. It still yeah. looks great. Yeah. But yeah, Kirby just moves to layouts. I like Severin. Severin actually draws Fury a little more debonair, I think. Yeah, yeah. I like I like Severin. I, I looked it up. I flipped through it a little bit. It's pretty cool. Well, thanks for talking to Fury with me. This was really fun. Yeah, thanks, Jason. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Oh, thank you.